Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the casts and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now, the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids' TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on The 90s Cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. It's 902-1-O-N-G with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Okay, so Jen, you're going to be shocked. What? First of all, welcome, you guys. It's another- Welcome, welcome. Riveting episode of 902-1-O-M-G. I loved this episode. You did? I see the light. Oh, my goodness. I'm happy. I'm happy that you liked it, finally. I can't read from Jenny's face how she's got a full I can read it. face right now. I can't. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was decent enough. I liked it because I feel like, oh, this is going to be the wrong reason to like it. So I apologize mm-hmm. in advance. But it started, this is like the episode where it starts to turn a little soapy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like. This is the episode? You're like, now? <laughs> I I don't know. This one, I just feel like it's like, rare cat fights and stuff felt very, um, yeah. Ingenue that dynasty. Scene, we, that yeah. scene of Kelly, Kelly versus Brenda. Wowza. Oof. Yeah. Should we, let's just talk about it. Yep, let's talk yep. about it we'll all. We'll go back. Episode 28, Acting <laughs> Out, aired April 27th, 1994. Synopsis, Brandon gets bamboozled and bruised thanks to Claire. Donna reveals her true feelings about Andrea. Kelly isn't ready for her close-up after all. And Brenda tries to save a bad audition with a good dress. Directed by Jeffrey Melman, written by Chip Johansson. April 27th, to me, seems like the start of May sweeps. So they're bringing out the big guns. We've got what? how many left in this season? Four. Four. That's it? Three, three maybe. Three. One, oh, the last one's a two hour? Is that when they started these? It missed, yeah, it, it's Mr. Walsh Goes to Washington. 
Wow. So, okay. Well, this is exciting. I mean, it, it starts out beautiful, all the, all the shots of the ocean. And, mm-hmm. you know, I felt for Brenda. I felt like sometimes you got to just go and stare at the ocean to figure out how you're feeling. So she took some time before she showed up on Kelly's doorstep. She was feeling mad. <laughs> oh, gosh, I wonder what it would have been like if she hadn't <laughs> taken those moments before to gather herself. Would have been worse? <laughs> yes. That was like a very, I don't know what the word is. I want to say snatchy, but that's like a bad word, right? Snatchy means something it else. It's very well, snarky. I don't even know what snarky means. Isn't snatched snarky. when like women's like, oh, you look snatched? Like if you're wearing your Spanx, you look snatched. Yeah. I think that's a snack. Mm. Caustic. It was so. You know, that scene, mm-hmm. that, that, that scene you're talking about was like literally two hot cats on a tin roof. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. They were like, Row! oh my gosh. Yeah. It was so right. good. I I wasn't sure. I mean, I can remember yes. how the show, like how doing these kinds of scenes would sort of pin Shannon and I against one another. Mm-hmm. Not just our characters, mm-hmm. but our, our people kind of. And I could tell mm-hmm. in this scene that there was a lot of Jenny and a lot of Shannon coming across in that argument. It just felt like there was a lot of stuff going back and forth. Right. Yeah, I think you might be Because you've r- talked right. about before, like both strong women, um, both Aries, like mm-hmm. sometimes the lines blurred, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Two young girls. I, I can't imagine. I remember there was just like a tension on the set too, whenever we would, shoot these kinds of scenes like do you think everybody people were like, was what could edge? happen uh-huh. really uh-huh can i say something weird maybe as you're saying it it felt like a scene from the housewives or the bachelor <gasps> of two girls i'm so sorry you're and you batting can totally a thousand today. me <laughs> it seemed real it was yeah it seemed scene. real sure you guys were both real. brilliant in it i liked it that david Bought Kelly a book about Strasbourg, though. He goes, Strasbourg, I know it sounds like some sort of birth control, but it's supposed to be good stuff. <laughs> Wait, do you, are you guys familiar with the Lee Strasbourg method? Mm-hmm. What is it? Is that mm-hmm. the re- re- repeating? Like, oh, like the same. Like, okay, let's try it. You do the repeat. Okay. So I say, I feel hungry. I feel hungry? No, you say. Oh, you what do I do? Hungry? Sorry. <laughs> I think you say, you feel hungry. Oh, right. Okay. Okay, take two. I feel hungry. You feel hungry? I feel hungry. You feel hungry? I feel hungry. You feel hungry? I feel hungry. You, <laughs> like feel you just hungry. keep repeating each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, are we good? Are we good? Okay. Yeah, I think it we've got good, a But can you explain to me what you I think were doing? I'm going to audition for Maggie the cat now. <laughs> what is it you were doing Do there? Because... You were changing the way you, you were ju- saying it. Like You're supposed to be listening to the other person. And even though it's the same line that you're saying over and over, like you're listening and in the listening, come your reaction comes from the listening. Oh, wow. That's right. It was good. Instead of like thinking of your own next line, you're actually present. Uh-huh. Oh, I like it. I like it. Oh my <laughs> it was good. I liked, okay, that even though 
it was very Kelly versus Brenda mm-hmm. versus Laura that the gang was being so supportive of everybody. The gang was like not going down. Like Donna was the, David, Donna, mm-hmm. even Brandon, Steve, obviously is sort of siding with Laura, but he's, he's trying. It was like the gang was sort of like, why are they do? Why are they acting so crazy? But I think that's what drew me in is I got to watch them have. It was essentially like this power thruple, like who's like going for it. But you didn't feel like you got it, like ignored the other characters. They were just a part of it because they intersected all of the storyline with all of us. Mm-hmm. So they I got weaved together. So I didn't miss yeah. them. Except so, Andrea, yeah. her storyline was separate, and you kind of got weaved into hers. <laughs> Yeah, you got weaved into everybody's. I want to talk about Claire, too. But as two actors, right? Tori, Jenny. So you're being Tori, Jenny. Who did the audition the best? Who was the best? I think I have my opinion, but I'm not an actor. Do you want to go? Can I say? But what if I don't pick you? You're my friend. I don't care if you pick me. What if I don't, though? I'm scared. I'm not picking me. I'm picking... If you're honest, you pretend as directors, which okay. you both direct to, who would you, or produce, who would you have cast? Laura. I would have cast lead. Laura, yeah. Really? Uh-huh. I thought she was the worst. You what? did? Oh, I thought she was so oh, good. I don't know why, and this is not a dig on Tracy Middendorf. Something about her, and I got over it last week, but it's back again this week. Something about her or the way she plays Laura Kingman. Oh, you don't like, like the actory, like, affected part of her. But that works for auditioning for Maggie the Cat and Hot Cat in a Hot Tin Roof, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe you're right, I know, Tori, or, that I don't like how she's like, oh, my, my honey. Or, it's, oh. uh, when I was watching Kelly's audition scene, <laughs> I was like, like this, like, oh, my God. I'm like, peeking through my... I was so scared to watch it. But in watching it, I realized I was like channeling like Maggie if she lived in a trailer park. (laughs) That was my take on it. Like it was trailer park Maggie. Like how hard is it to be acting within acting? Because you're acting as Kelly and then you have to be Kelly acting as Maggie. (sighs) Yeah, and your little voice, like I liked how your voice changed, though. Like your voice was higher, so <laughs> it was really cute. Accent, oh and my it was God. so like raw. Your emotions. <sighs> I don't know, Laura. Maybe it was that because last episode you guys mentioned Jessica Lang a little bit, so maybe that like influenced me how I was watching her. Uh, See, I gross. thought Kelly was the best at it sure. and i know everyone's gonna be like you hate brenda i don't hate brenda but i thought kelly was the best and i do think even though roy randolph is so gross he actually saw natural talent natural in her talent, yeah mm. so i thought you know i still like that you took yourself out of the race yeah i liked it when he put his hand on kelly's shoulder weirdly after the audition it was like I don't know. You guys must not have noticed that, but I didn't notice nope. it because it was creepy. I just noticed at the end when you quit, you're like, this guy's gross. Yeah, she's on to him. <laughs> By the end of this, she's like, uh, wow, this guy's a piece of work. <laughs> totally. I got to say, though, like all three of you, great performances. Like I was thinking, wow, that must have been so nerve wracking and like and I got so nervous when terrifying I was to do. Right. In front Wait, of everyone? Nervous, when I saw that Jen was about to audition, my heart, like, uh, <laughs> just that, like, nervous. Like, I wanted to see, like, I wanted it to be 
I should have known it's going to be good, but as a friend, <laughs> I got nervous. I got nervous. Have you guys ever auditioned for a play like that? Mm-hmm. How ba- how brutal is it? Um, I have never auditioned for a play. I don't think like that, but I've auditioned for like sitcom work. It's always brutal. Any audition is brutal, especially if you have to do an accent. Well, I did it in high school, actually. Does that count? Yeah, that's what they're doing. Have you ever known that you were up for a part that you've been called back for? You're getting close. And you know that someone you know is up for it also? All the time that happens. Oh, my God. Like, if you go to network and read, you see the same, like, you know who you're reading against, who you're testing against, and you know them. Like, you know them. Oh, my God. Do you guys have to audition? You don't have to audition now, do you? Yeah. yeah. What? But, like, self-tapes now. hmm So, you could go into audition. I'm trying to think of somebody that, like, looks like you guys. So, say Christina <laughs> Applegate. Would you ever go into a room and you know you're up for a part and Christina Applegate is like, or Sarah Chalk, I'm just trying to like think of somebody in your era. Like back in the day. Like was in the room and you're like kind of friends with them and they're sort of famous too. And like, mm-hmm. oh I've been, God. I know I've been in auditions with Tiffany before going up against Tiffany, Same. which is weird because we didn't look nothing alike. So that yeah. just goes to prove that they have no idea what they want. They're just... Looking at everybody and seeing what what works for them. I remember that. I remember a sitcom audition after 90210 and walked out and Tiffany was there and then Lindsay was there. Oh, Lindsay my Price. God. No. And I was like, we were all like, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. I wouldn't like that at all. <laughs> no, it's not fun. But I noticed that like the energy between these girls was so vicious. Like when Lara did hers, um, it was... And then she walked off stage all slinkity slink. <laughs> and then Brenda walks on stage. They just kind of glare at each other. Mm-hmm. It was palpable. And I felt so sad for them. I was like, ladies, support one another. Like, say good job yeah, or something. I didn't like I that. also thought I mean, it was very hypocritical in that Brenda was so mad at Kelly. Like, like more mad than, than about Dylan. Like, just so <laughs> mad. Yeah. But yet then there's Laura canoodling with Roy Randall, flirty McFlirty, and she's all, well, that's what she has to do. And I'm just like, what? Like, why are well, you? She doesn't have a personal not- connection to her. She does to Kelly. Like, it hurts but her she on so many levels. told you to audition. So my thing is not like. Not for that character. Well, but is that how it works? <laughs> no. You couldn't just go into an audition and like the, like, say you go in and you're reading for the part of an orphan, but they're like, that girl sings amazing. She's Annie. Does not happen, mm-hmm. right? Here, like when Bo Jesse Christopher told us he went in. He was friends with Brian Austin Green and went in for Point Break because Brian had auditioned, and then he came in afterwards and got the part. There you oh. go. Do you remember that? You can't be mad. Nope. But maybe because it's college, it's different. I have another weird question. Have you ever come home and not gotten a part and just like cried? Yeah. No. <laughs> or do you, are you like, do you have to be tough as nails? Like you have to have such a thick skin. I'm sure I've cried over not getting uh, something. Cried on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying on the inside right now. <laughs> yeah, but it's just weird how now for Steve was all, you know, anti-Lara. And now he loves Lara. 
are and they dating? Kissing her, yeah. like weirdly kissing right? her in the room. Remember when? So yeah. weird. Oh goodness, it's just so weird to me. And then he tells her, um, "If this is what you want, you've got to be able. To, you've got to go all the way." If you want to be an actress, you have to be willing to go all the way. And I don't know what he's referring to, but. Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work, you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body. Sonobello can help. Sonobello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle, but it is good to know that Sonobello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sonobello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash OMG. That's sonobello, B-E-L-L-O dot com slash OMG. I'm sure you've seen the viral beauty products all over social media from Thrive Cosmetics, like the tubing mascara, you know, the one with the turquoise tube everyone is loving. I can be pretty picky when it comes to beauty products, and I'm a big fan of Thrive Cosmetics, especially because they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. They're made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance, and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. And their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. Plus, I like how Thrive Cosmetics gives back. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. They have so many products to choose from. I love their brilliant eye brightener. Just apply some to the inner corner of your eye and it's like an instant eye lift, you guys. You can even use it as an eyeshadow. And they have 16 shades to choose from. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 20% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I love that Steve Sanders has no qualifications whatsoever, but <laughs> for yet anything he's a ever. Music manager. He's, yeah. <laughs> like he's all, I am a music Coaching manager, uh-huh. and now uh-huh. he is an acting, acting coach. coach. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although he looked way better in the jeans than the jorts yeah. and the, the baseball shirt rather than like. So happy he that the shorts weren't, weren't appearing this episode. I can't remember who Kelly says this to, but she says. Um, Everything. I think it was in the makeup scene with Brenda, I believe. Mm-hmm. I felt like that scene in particular really stood out to me as well-written, mm-hmm. which for me is not, I don't notice that very often, but this really stuck out because this one line specifically, not, I mean, just like overall, this one line was said, every time something good happens to you, I feel like somehow I'm going to be left behind. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, wow, that's such a poignant mm-hmm. A, like admittance, you know, such a vulnerable thing to say because that's like goes right to a person's core of like mm-hmm. their deepest insecurities. Like I struggle with that. And, and when I heard that line in the show last night, it really resonated with me and like my history in relationships and like what, what is it that when something good's happening to someone that you know or even love, there's that part of you that's like, oh, but what about me? Or mm-hmm. how is this, are you, you know, what does that mean for me? And I thought it was just really interesting that they brought that into play, but that was just the weirdest makeup scene ever. Well, so it's quick, always with a bow, but I, I loved that scene and it felt honest. Right. Yeah. They're finally telling each other the truth, which resonated, right? Like, Jealousy is normal. I felt like Kelly was being more vulnerable with Brenda. Mm-hmm. But that was what she came there to do was to bow out and, and say that her friendship was more important to her than this thing that she got caught up in, which she didn't even care about anyway. Right, right. But the fact that she did it mm-hmm. in the frumpiest outfit Oh. I've ever seen Kelly Didn't Taylor see you going wear. there. Who can you with that? What is that sweater? That sweater over the long floral dress looked like she borrowed it from like Audrey's Grandma Rose or something. And then it wasn't just in that scene; it was in the scene at Dylan's house too. She had to make out in that sweater. The fashion is changing. Which, I definitely yeah. noticed that. Wait, the tank. <laughs> Tank top, uh, so over baby tees. I feel like yeah, Kelly had on the pink baby uh, tank yes. over it. I feel like this is the debut of baby tanks. We've had baby tees. <laughs> we literally were at it. college copying all these outfits. Like, well, not that sweater you weren't. <laughs> probably was, but the pink tank, the tight tank over the white tee. I was like, it it jarred me because I'm like, I think I wore that. <laughs> I feel like you Kelly should not have bowed out. What do you Ooh, mean? Good question. I don't know. Like, I know she should have, but there's part of me that knows, like, that knows Brenda from watching Brenda for four seasons that feels like if you go there with her, like, she does get very, Brenda wants what she wants mm-hmm. um, and sometimes gets bratty about it. And I feel like for Kelly to go there, it sets like a precedence now, like, 
I don't know. She doesn't own the play. She doesn't own the acting mm-hmm. world. It is true. Mm-hmm. I get the friend. I'm torn. You made well, the like right where, decision. I like where on you're both. going with that. It's you very interesting. Mean, well, you interestingly you enough, place. Donna was not torn on the show. She was very clearly Team Kelly mm-hmm. in that scene in the kitchen. Donna's the most opinionated. That's the only thing that's super different about me and Donna. Or maybe I'm opinionated, but I don't voice it. Like Donna voices it. It's crazy. Donna was fair. My thing is, she did give her opinion, but she was being fair, which is what you just said. Brenda doesn't own all plays. She doesn't own the drama department at CU. And Mm. she encouraged Kelly to audition. Like, why are we all forgetting that? She basically told her to audition. So Kelly's just like at the pool, reading the lines, being a good friend. So it's a little Mm -hmm. irritating to me, even if she's inside jealous, she she should have checked herself. Right. I think so, too. Because in the long run, does she want the part because by default, because you left? Like, what if that's the case? Then is that like she's so passionate and driven, but like she was just handed the part basically if you're gone? Maybe. I wouldn't want it that way. Biff her audition so bad. Although I didn't think she was bad, but like. No, that's funny. I didn't even know she messed up the lines. I was like, I was in it with her. I'm like, all right. And then she's like, I need to start over. And then she runs out. I was like, oh, God. It it did bug me, though, how Dylan was so. I just felt like I can see how Kelly would be upset by Dylan's attitude and like him always sort of playing devil's advocate and, and rooting for the underdog and not standing next to Kelly and really supporting her. He's a bit mean. And he's a dick. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. But I, I was watching that scene with him later where he, I, I was at the beach, I think, the scene yeah. where yeah. she makes the effort to come talk to him and, and it gets, you know, all the families there and she has to wait. Mm-hmm. And then he is such a meanie to her. And yeah. I was like, are you, who are you? Who do you think you are talking to Kelly Taylor like that? I was all mad that Dylan was talking to her like that as a, just as a fan. Like I it came out of the nowhere. Peach pit too, where I was like, "Why is he being so jerky?" He, he's he not really being doesn't loving. love her. Uh uh-uh. uh Where it's like, dude, that's your girlfriend. Like, even if you're sort of torn, you should be supporting her. Because he yeah. should have said, "You have all the right in the world to audition and be mad that she's mad." Yeah, I don't know. It was I thought he bizarre. was being a little bit d-wordy with his vial of sludge. <laughs> Why do you have that vial of sludge? <laughs> That's the ocean water from <laughs> in Santa Monica. I don't know when he became like an environmentalist. I mean, I love everything about this Wait, episode. what was the line about the bay? You support the bay, but not, what did you say? Oh, I can't the remember. Dylan. Oh, man, it was a good line. I didn't write it down. I didn't like how he said, you've been having the same fight with Brenda for two years. And it's like, bro, kind of because of you. <laughs> he takes, he is, he takes himself out of the equation Every time, like he had nothing to do with it. And like how, in the like, same scene, one of you pronounced it interested and one of you pronounced it interested. Really? That? Yeah. Interested. But like interested. it was back to back, like <laughs> line to line. Nobody caught that. Um, no, I felt like he said it. And then you were like being like funny, like inside joke, mm-hmm. like interested, like making a point. Like he just like, <laughs> he said it He wrong. basically was like interested. He like smushed it all together. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like that. Uh, well, okay. So then Brenda, Kelly drops out. So mm-hmm. Brenda goes then to see 
the guy at his house seduce him yeah that was like what wowza like wearing a trench coat (laughs) that she takes off in the doorway to reveal (sighs) this very basic instinct i was into it yeah because i thought it was going to be laura is that what you guys thought it was supposed to be no when you saw the back and then they panned up and it was the dark hair Mm-mm, I don't know what I thought. I, I just was like, thought, wowza. Part the dress reveal come, just part got three me. coming soon. Like, it, I just was like, Brenda's taking this a little too far now. It's a high school play. Oh, no, college play. Sorry. <laughs> We're not in high school anymore. <laughs> it's just all a lot. I'm in. Like, I love every second of it. And I can't wait to talk about Claire and Andrea also. But like, it's a lot. Like, I don't know if I would behave that way, especially with a teacher. It's so a little bit weird. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about Donna and how she thinks that she's helping Andrea. But I guess it just, I was like, oh, maybe it's, you know, she's hormonal and like more sensitive. And I could justify that because you weren't saying it to be mean. Your character wasn't saying it to be mean. It was just an observation. Did yeah, you think could that have it, chosen better words? Maybe. You could have chosen. I would have yeah. been hurt by I it. I sort of thought what you were trying was sort of to be like, oh my God, look at what, a, however long ago to now, your entire existence has changed. And then she was just so mad about it on the Virgin Club. Maybe. I was like, wait, what? what? She, I love it though in her exit line. She goes, it's been real. Yeah. that I was like, ooh. <laughs> when did anyone, real. anyone ever say that? I love it. No, but I, I think it's we such should a parental start saying thing. it. It's yeah, been real. you know what? It's been real. I'm out of here. <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> yeah, Andrea, I mean, that was a whole to-do. And I guess she was right. She's had that premonition. Something was wrong. And then she goes into, well, I guess this is labor that she's going into. And I was like, Donna, why aren't you calling 911? What's this? She told me to call her? the doctor. Oh, no, I said, where, I've never done this before. <laughs> was that Braxton Hicks? What does she have going on? She must. Like I the first time you labor. get a labor pain. No, she comes son. home. I think it's Braxton Hicks. Oh. Well, thank goodness it, it wasn't like a miscarriage or anything. And no. She's no. home now on bed rest. But I was like, Donna, 911. Okay. You you were like, put your coat on. Let's. I'm going to wobble you on out to the car oh my and gosh. my beamer and take you to there. I had already verbally attacked a pregnant woman. I could have really done her in. Oh, my gosh. I thought Donna was cool under the pressure of it, though. She did not flip out. She's young, did not flip She's out, calm. calling the doctor, you know, do, do, do. Like, we've got a situation. We're coming in. Like, I thought you handled it so well. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But 911. I know, like, but Andrea would have said Donna called. Like, she, even in that state, Andrea would have been bossy and been like, yeah. here's what you do. No, yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. isn't Andrea like sort of a doctor? She doesn't, she, she's like, well, she, she was wearing things. a scientist, scientist lab coat. Pre med or something. I think she's pre med. She's pre med? She should have delivered her own baby. She should know what's going down. She doesn't seem the anxious type to me, and yet she's very anxious, which maybe it's just the pregnancy, but like she's real mm-hmm. stressed. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, is this leading up to something? The birth. She's having I a know, baby, yo. I know. <laughs> no, I mean, throughout the episodes, like her being like, something's wrong. I'm just feeling it. Oh, and right. like, I think this is, is this leading up to something or just like, no, it, it'll be fine? I don't think so. I don't. Oh. You're asking the wrong lady. 
Well, they don't usually keep threading a storyline. So I was like, okay, it's two episodes now. They've said like she's in stress. Mm-hmm. Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work, you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body. Sonobello can help. Sonobello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle. But it is good to know that Sonobello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sonobello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash OMG. That's Sono. Bello, B-E-L-L-O dot com slash O-M-G. How would you like to upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices? With Quince, you can. Quince will transform the way you shop. They offer a range of high quality items priced within reach. Like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. Organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I got some hoop earrings that I am loving and wearing every day. And I got a super comfy pair of slippers that you can feel the quality and the prices are so reasonable. It should be your shopping go-to. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Let's talk about Brandon. Brandon goes to Claire's prom. I guess that's oh just the prom God. party. Oh, I love it. Um, 
her dress, her outfit, her gloves. Oh my gosh. The yeah, she looked really cool. The whole First thing. of all, the she the father tells Brandon he's going to the prom. He didn't even know about it. What does she say to him? I hope you're in the I hope you're ready for a ride a wild night or something like I hope you're ready for a wild ride. And his face on that freeze frame made me laugh so hard. It was just so subtle. But I don't know. I was watching that party scene with like all those other people. And I was thinking, what show is this? It felt very weird. Like I was like, oh, this is what it's like to not care about characters. (laughs) Because those friends of hers, like you, you wanted to, I don't know. Well, I just like, who are these people? (laughs) But can can we talk about the fact that, why would the party come to a screeching halt because somebody knocked on the door? Okay, that was the most unrealistic fight mm-hmm. scene I have ever seen with literally everybody just standing on their marks, staring at the people in dead silence. And it was weird because no one was holding up a cell phone, but they didn't have those then because now it would be everybody would be filming it. But like, it just felt like uh, so unrealistic. And also, if Brandon had gotten hit by that giant man, his face would have been wrecked. I mean, and the makeup afterwards was, sorry, it was terrible. It was just like like, light pink and then yellow, bright red, right on the corner. It was like literal blush. I thought he had pink eye. First of all, on what what planet, it was two guys versus 57 people and the two guys were winning. Like I was like, what is happening? What two dudes come up from the street just because a girl flashed them and like spilled her drink Break first of all, you can't break down a door in a hotel like that. <laughs> no, like, that oh, was a paper was so door. It was that made was of a paper, paper door. But how about okay? First of all, probably it was like foam, on the door. probably right. The, the entire party goes dead quiet, and then Brandon, who is it? I mean, of course, Brandon has Private to take care party. of it. It's not even his prom or his party. He knows no one but Claire, but he's going to be the man of the house. Then the big dude breaks down the door. Also unrealistic. He was massive. And then, like, what did the big dude even have against these people? Wouldn't he have just been like, let's party, give me a drink? Like, then he socks Brandon. Second of all, Brandon, no no diss on Jason Priestley, who's like 5'8". Oh, sorry. Fudge (laughs) nails the guy. Like, (laughs) Yeah. Why why can't that happen? (laughs) Punching him. I mean, Brandon was in the fight and doing okay against the six eight mm-hmm. big football player. The six dude. eight, now he's six eight. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a wall, though. It's true, then and nobody had, moved. Literally, nobody else moved in the background. Frozen, Fear. and then the, in comes the hotel security, and then they're like, I, it, the whole thing was so ludicrous. <laughs> really was it was really yeah. ludicrous and then go claire goes on to have a temper tantrum basically that, he, oh, he, he doesn't like me and i just felt like why is she i I was like oh she is younger now i see she yeah it was a little weird she went young. a little too far with the like i want to strangle myself and then he makes a joke about it and i was just like oh it's i wouldn't want to go out with her either <laughs> i kind of liked it it was so like stomping my feet like tween tears like pouty (laughs) like literally she got so like it's the way you would react with a parent when they're like you're grounded you're like you don't understand 
Like, you don't like me. Yeah. And I, like, I got to no. call my dad and then Brandon had to pay the $300. It's just like, what? Mm-mm. And then Brandon Not was just it. really cranky with, with her in that scene. But I think it, it he was being bothered by his pink eye outbreak that he oh. had. It was And they were a little hurting. close to the edge. And then when they said room 308, I'm like, Mm, that's not room 308. That's like room 709 because they were like, way was too high. Up. high. Inter- Only you would catch that. Oh, the See, whole thing that, was that's what I love me about insane because I'm like, that door's not going to break. Hotel security. The whole thing was like, what's happening? Who are those yeah. people? Are those people from the high school? <laughs> no, they, they were just random dudes walking down the street. No, but in the par- in that party. Who oh, are the, those must have been people? her graduating were, class, right? Yeah, Claire's classmate. But why didn't, they didn't want to go to the prom either. 57 kids didn't go to the prom. I don't know. I was very like. I think like, that was the after party. Yeah. Or okay. the pre-party. One of those. Yeah. All right. And then. Let's justify it. Always Brandon doesn't dance. Always. Brandon doesn't dance. It's his dance. thing. And then he just grabs he, the beer. He does square dance. Yeah. Yeah. One in Rome. <laughs> square I know, I don't think uh, I've ever seen Brandon like throw back a beer. No. Because are you guys no. even 21? No. Mm-mm. I don't think so. That You've was seen, very you know, you controversial. Drank at the prom. Everybody drank um, champagne at the prom. Oh, no, but I've never seen mm-hmm. him drink a beer. Mm-mm. Maybe at the summer mm-hmm. beach house in, you know, not your beach apartment, but the when they were in Malibu oh, at the right. big old house. Mabes. Oh, God. I just, oh, God. I know I'm going back and forth, but I loved Andrea doing yoga with the big old melty bowl of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Down dog slurp. <laughs> God, I love yeah. you so much. Well, what's going to happen, you guys? Well, I don't know, but Kelly goes over to, after she apologizes to Brenda for doing nothing wrong, <laughs> uh, she goes to to Dylan to seek some sort of something, and he doesn't give it to her then either. He, no. again, doesn't listen and takes uh, up for Brenda. What's his problem? What's his problem? I'm, no, I'm I'm curious. From your standpoint, I can't figure it out watching as a fan. Like, I'm like, what is he doing? Can't figure it out. It's very Just bare, like Like, self-sabotage to the core. That's it. I, go, I guess so. And then, like, that whole bad boy, like, mixed signals. Like, mm-hmm. when, you know, teaching girls that it's okay to take whatever you get mm-hmm. from the, the cute guy. Yeah, he no. just... He should be dumped. It's too much. And I feel like even in this episode, like Kelly comes back kind of and you're semi nice to him. And then it starts in again. Like it's just. He's not very likable. He's also just like. It's it's so about his sister, sister, my sister. And you're not going to come to the beach for my sister. He's he's a little bit self-absorbed. Self-absorbed in the anger and everything going on is being directed in the wrong direction at the wrong person. And he thinks that the girls are being self-absorbed and, you know, about the play. Right. I think that's school and kind of like work. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I did love you in the sunglasses with the white sort of flowy top. I'm not, that was, that Mm, was good. At the beach, when you came to the beach with the cool sunglasses on and. Yeah. I mean, it's a teenager's job to be self-absorbed. That's what happens, true. you know? <laughs> oh, yes, I know. <laughs> trying to think what we forgot. I'm still befuddled by Steve and Laura. 
So something's going to happen uh, with, so this is, I started to, you're right, Tor, what you said in the beginning mm-hmm. of the show, that this starts to become soapy because it becomes more serialized, meaning like every episode you're mm-hmm. left on the edge of your seat, like what's going to happen in the next episode? Mm-hmm. And I feel that more and more right. now. Is and so I'm like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen with creepy Roy Randolph? So I'm assuming get- one of them gets the role, one gets the understudy, and it's like all about Eve slash modern day, that would be Showgirls. Is that mm. correct? Is that what's going to happen? Oh, no? yes. Or like, or like, remember when the ice skaters, that yes. Tanya and Nancy? Oh. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to get ugly, I bet you. Wait, so who's going to get which part? Like, who's going to be the understudy? Oh, it's going to be Laura. Brenda's going to get it. And Laura's going to take her down to get the part. Am nice. I right? I like that. Okay, prediction. okay, let's go with that. I don't know if you're right, but it sounds good. Amy knows. I'm not answering. I am not. I am That's not a answering. Good poker face. Wow. Here's what I can okay. say is that. What can you say? I do love the serialization. And we've had it a bit before. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. I, I'm. It hooks me. Mm, me too. I was into it. Yeah. And these episodes are moving. They're yes. moving fast. I'm like, because last, I forgot that we were taping today. So I had to li- watch it last night at 11. And I was sort of like, oh no. Boom. I was in. I was loving it. It's jamming. It's yeah. like, I'm in. I think mm-hmm. this show is thriving right now. Like, if I'm looking, you know, just from a bird's eye view, for me, it's the best stuff. What do you guys give this episode? Ooh. On the old finger chart. <laughs> uh, okay, ready? Yep. Set. Go. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh God. Tori. Wait. So I we have it. Jenny gave a nine. I, Tori gave an eight. I gave a nine because Divas t- to me was a 10. And this is just a little uh, below Divas for me. I don't know why. Okay. All right. I could have gone higher, but with my fingers, I can't hold. Wait. Oh, I could do that. Nine. Okay. You want to be, uh, honestly, yeah. I meant to put up three on this hand, but I You know, one of your fingers up. always stays down. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of juicy stuff coming because Celeste isn't, we, I'm trying Celeste to remember. Celeste is she's coming not, back? She's not gone. What? Yeah. I don't know. That's wild. She's yeah. a nice gal, but I don't know. There's so much to look forward to. We're leveling up. This is, it gets good. I like it. I like it with the new characters. I like it with mm-hmm. a fresh Yeah, wait, before we blood. go, how do you guys feel about Claire? I think I, she's fun to watch. I love watching her. I just love her look. I love, it's different. She's a totally different character. Mm-hmm. And she comes in with a whole different vision, um, wardrobe, makeup, hair, just everything than what our girls are. So Were you friends cool. with her at this point or were you like developing a friendship in real life? Maybe not yet. I feel like she had just come on, right, Chad? She's only had like mm-hmm. three, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we had worked a lot with her. And then. Right, Jenny did, and then mostly Jason. Oh, You're right. right, at that one I, episode. I don't even right, know right, if right. Tori's had I one didn't. scene with her. I don't think so. Mm, nope, not yet. <laughs> but soon we will all be together. I know that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Okay, all right, everybody. We have, we have homework to do for next week. And it's continuation of the the play saga. The next episode is episode 29, Truth and Consequences. I thought you were literally saying the name of the episode is continuation. I'm like, (laughs) 
That's pretty literal of them. Okay. <laughs> Lame title. <laughs> <laughs> now, a truth and consequences, baby. Ooh, I like yeah, that. so it's sort so, of the third part of this sort of three-story arc. And then I think we go right into, someone keep me honest, to the sort of two-part finale, which I think probably aired as on one night. What's going to happen then? Uh, what know. are the stakes? You'll name Brandon one. Goes, Just name one big uh, stake. I think Brandon goes to, to Washington, you said earlier. And we sort of have the, I, I don't want to reveal it. There's some Claire stuff, definitely. And there, yeah, and there's. Does Brenda come back for season five or is the end of season four the no. last time we see her? Yeah. Last time you see her. That is cray, y'all. Yeah, it really is. It really is, because Tiffany is season five, episode yeah, end one. End of an era. Oh, my goodness. Mm, I don't know if I'm ready for it. I'm not either. No, because I'm sure you didn't know. I'm thinking you didn't know at this point. I don't well, think we don't, we don't have to. Back. We don't have to be ready for it yet. We have another couple episodes. <laughs> Good, so. yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys, have a great week. Thank you for listening. Love you guys. Bye. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on The 90s Cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s crews will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.